Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, star of The Real Housewives of Dubai, entrepreneur, wife, and mother of three, once divorced and now remarried to a much younger man, uncut and uncensored with Caroline Stanbury follows me as I live my life unapologetically and shows you that there is life after 40. I'm here to let you know that not only is there a life after divorce, but you have the power to make it your best one yet, just like I did. So buckle up and join me for the wild ride. So welcome back to another episode of Uncut and Uncensored with Caroline Stanbury, all the way from her hotel room in New York. So my episode, Aging Gracefully, just dropped. And so many of you wrote to me going, having plastic surgery is the opposite of aging gracefully. I should have put aging disgracefully, you're right. But actually, it was just to sort of point out the difference between, you know, with or without surgery, really, whether, you know, we want to age gracefully or not, which I have never been one to want to do and still don't want to age gracefully in any aspect of my life, which is why I think I've gone loopy la la lately. Married a younger man, bought land in Bali with him. You know, I'm on Housewives. I don't think I'm aging gracefully at all. I am doing the exact opposite of of that. And I'm about to go and pick up for dinner, actually, Susan Sarandon, who is what I've just read 76 years old, who is fucking fabulous and still doing movies and just as energetic as ever and exactly the same. I think women like us are amazing and I want to be exactly like her. And she looks fabulous and is just a firecracker. There is no aging these days for us women. I think we can do everything and anything. I've just come back from, well, I got here, what, a week and I guess it's nearly a week and a half, nearly two weeks, I suppose, with Los Angeles and BravoCon. So BravoCon 2023, what can I tell you all? I mean, wow, that was crazy, really crazy. I'm trying to remember because obviously everything's been such a whirl. I sort of slept through my time in Los Angeles and spent spent it in doctors, you know, getting my nose fixed, getting my hormones done, which I always feel great. And actually, after I've done um, my surgery, which we've all been uh, fighting about, and by the way, we're still fighting because Sergio ran into Dr. Terry Dubrow. Heather's a good friend of mine. And so thank you for this, Terry. Not. He told him I don't need it, that I'm going to be happy for the first three months. And then it's going to look exactly as it does now. So fabulous. I hope to prove everyone wrong. I've already paid for it. I've psyched myself up. I kind of just want to go. I see pictures now. My neck is not that bad, but you know, it has a lot of makeup on it. My makeup artist doesn't live in my house. She cannot live in my house. And it just looks different. I wake up and I know how to, I mean, 
If I take my makeup off now, my face would fall to the floor. I'm exhausted. A Helga has just been my hairstylist and put it in this top knot, which is literally an eye lift. I am really hoping that I will get that out of this surgery. The eyes will look like this. Anyway, I have been on a marathon, an actual marathon. It's so, so surreal to see all of your Bravo celebrities in one room. And I still feel, you know, kind of out of it because every, even though I've been on Bravo this many years, and it's kind of crazy to think that this is my fifth year and going into, is it my fifth year? Th three, four, five, yeah, five, and going into sixth, that I still don't feel completely at ease with it. And I think it's because I'm, we are the only franchises that don't live in the country that we're filmed, you know, and it happened to me before because Ladies of London, the same thing, you know, we're not in a country that people are watching a lot of Bravo or Bravo isn't on TV naturally. You have to stream it. And so when I do these shows, you know, we feel fabulous. We film for a bit, then everybody leaves the country and we get back to our normal lives where it's really normal and nobody sort of waves at you and goes, oh my God, there's Caroline Stanbury. I mean, they do in Dubai now slightly because, you know, there aren't many famous people, but like genuinely people are more reserved. We don't go out that much. So they'd have to come to our, like, you know, where we live to find us. And a lot of people don't really know what we do. So you know, I, I get it. So to come here and have this like, oh my God, to have all these people that have just descended into Vegas to see us all and to see all the other housewives has been incredible. And it kind of reminds you what we're doing and how big it is and how powerful it is. The first night I went to see um, Teddy and Tamara at their party, which was crazy. I opened the room and it was like, Every single, it was a mashup of every single Bravo show you've ever seen in your life in there. From Below Deck to Summer House to Beverly Hills to, you know, Miami, you know, nuts. I've got Joe Gorga like pouring vodka down Tamara's neck whilst, you know, Marcus Jordan is hanging out with me and Sergio, like with Larsa and then, you know, Lisa Hutchinson and like it just crazy Tracy Tudor everyone coming in and out from every show and everyone's so happy to see each other by the way I mean like I was sitting in the VIP room and in came the New York Housewives girls and I sort of saw Erin from across the room who's my favorite and Bryn they actually both got up and came to see me and you know we all kind of feel like it's a sorority and we can't remember we've really met each other or we've just seen each other on tv it's just so crazy to see and so fun we had such a blast so much happened if i'm honest like i guess the downside of it was our show is one show that isn't airing yet right now so ours is coming out later in the year which is a shame so you know, people haven't really seen us or got used to us yet, but I got really, really recognized for Ladies of London and all my work on that. And people are so fascinated by Dubai. And the great thing is this year, I guess my whole cast is getting on better. Thank the Lord. We can actually be in the same room. I'm having dinner tonight with Chanel as well. Tarleen's here. We've just had lunch. So it's just been a really nice feeling. It's a very weird life we lead. Very, very weird. And it's like, you have to just sort of pinch yourself for a second and go, wow, you know, I'm in America and people are literally going nuts for us. 
that's like crazy to me. You know, it's, I know I'm about to go home every morning. I wake up and my kids are like, mommy, when are you coming home? And, you know, I'm going to get into Christmas and I'm going to get into the normal stride of life. It's been really stressful here. I can't tell you, you know, it's like not easy to catch up with everybody. You want to meet people, but you can't. You kind of like, you have to be on all the time. You have to be happy. I am exhausted, physically exhausted. Before I did this, um, this podcast, I actually just took a cat nap and I'm at the end of my tether. I mean, this, this operation, which is like, the, I'm actually have one more event to do tomorrow. I'm going to do JT Vox's event for an hour and I've got a big speaking thing. And then I'm on the red eye to LA and then I go into surgery, you know, and I'm actually super looking forward to it now because no matter what happens, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm actually going to sleep. And that is like the best thing, the best news I've had all week is that I'm going to be forced to sleep for a week. So cannot wait really just to put my feet up and know that you know because I'm going to be bandaged everyone's actually going to leave me alone because I'm dead absolutely dead my skin is crazy dry from I don't know what but I've had the time of my life I've had the time of my life it's been stressful with friends like I've you know hung out with some friends didn't get to see other friends pissed off other people other people have pissed me off beyond belief and you know I'm going home just to like turn off my phone actually my girlfriend just sent me a happy friendsgiving invite and I'm like I'm not leaving my house so I will see everyone in Dubai in like a month I am going home to put up my feet turn off my phone and shut the door and the curtains and like decompress recompress I don't know really what you what you call it and I can't really wait to do that. I need to just readjust the speed of what I'm living, I think. And that's, you know, it's fun to be in New York and, you know, be in New York with my castmates too. We're here because we're doing interviews for Housewives still. And the nice thing is, as I said, we can still all run into each other now and it's all fine. Chanel's having dinner with me tonight. But, you know, we kind of giggle about the shade we're throwing now. It's not as deep. Like, we're doing interviews so we kind of know what where the story's going and how it's going to be and I'm super looking forward to you seeing what what there is next for me and for us and to see my life evolve on the show and just show you how the show is going to evolve because I think a lot of people sort of you know, feel like reality TV is a little bit scripted or that it's not our lives or like don't understand where we're all coming from. And it's really hard for on a first season because it is like back to school. Some of you know each other and some of you just don't. Some of you don't like it. You're not net natural bedfellows. You're never going to be. And, you know, I think when we get to something like BravoCon, you see that all these other housewives have been through years and years of like divorces, bickering, fights, lawsuits, God knows what, frankly. And they all come out the other side. They all do. And, you know, Chanel and I had a really, really good time this year. We were the dynamic duos. We were in the front row of everything with Andy. We've had such a laugh. And it really reminded both of us that this is you know, this is a really, really special opportunity of something that, you know, we don't want to lose. And even though it's hard and sometimes, you know, we hate it or hate each other, that our ultimate goal is to share this with you guys as long as we can. Right. And that's why I think I open up so much of my life with Sergio, so much of my life, you know, with the real life of me, like the surgery, which I'm, you know, 
walking into, which is, you know, I've been, I, I'm actually more nervous than I've ever been, which is annoying because I was walking into it like a high five, like this is going to be easy. But now, you know, everyone's sort of spent the last week talking me out of it, which is just so annoying that now I've got to like pep myself back up for it. You know, and I think I, I actually don't think that's the right way. I think someone's made up their mind. You should just sort of back them and just say, okay, you know, we're here regardless. I'm not doing major stuff. It's not open heart surgery here. Like I'm, I'm just pulling parts of my face back a little bit to make me feel better. And, you know, lifting my eyes slightly, I hope. So, you know, watch this space. You'll all be recovering with me anyway, because I'm going to have nothing else to do but podcasts. So I hope you enjoy these. I know that, you know, this is a crazy time for everyone to follow in. And you guys were sort of looking at the last podcast. And I know that Sergio and I were sort of, you wanted real views on it. And I think Sergio and I were sort of so caught up in fighting about whether or not I should do it. Now I've decided I'm going to do it. I'll take you through it step by step. But, you know, I really don't want to change my face. There are huge doctors out there that I've looked at that are amazing doctors. And, you know, I decided that I don't want to go somewhere that I would, you know, change the aesthetic of the way I look. Like I look at Teddy looks great. Tamara, she told me she's, what is she, 53 or 52? Anyway, 50s. Couldn't believe it couldn't believe it the woman looks insane she looks so good she looks insane uh you know her skin her neck i'm sorry she looks amazing everybody you know i don't mean to go on about susan again but look at her 76 years old unbelievable beautiful stunning you know if we don't talk about it unfortunately if we don't talk about it you'd never know you'd never ever know anything was done to anyone Let's take a little break from the show and talk about Lumi products. It's a body deodorant, but this is one that I'm really thankful for because I'm in a house full of teenagers and anyone that knows what it's like living with teenagers, this is well needed. Why? Because Lumi is a deodorant like no other. It's being created by an OBGYN who discovered that BO isn't just an underarm thing. It's an all over thing. Frankly, I can't believe that no one else has discovered this earlier. Again, living with kids, we all know this. So she has developed a pH optimized deodorant that's clinically proven to block odor everywhere, not just your pits. So from your privates to your feet and beyond, which is great also for kids as well as adults because it means they can use it all over and they don't need anything else. The best part is no matter where you use it, Lumi is proven to keep working for 72 hours. If it's three days of odor control, isn't that something to be thankful for? And if it's not, I don't really know what is. And a special offer for new customers, you get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with our exclusive code and link. Inside Lumi's starter pack, it's perfect for everyone because you have a solid stick, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, a mini body wash and deodorant wipes and free shopping. You can't say better than that. And it's for a limited time and returning customers can get $5 off their next purchase of $30 or more too. So use code uncut at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D. 
D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Thank you for making the Lumi holiday season smell a whole lot better. Let's get back to the show. And just like that, your favorite besties and tastemakers, Benito Skinner and Mary Beth Barone are back. Did you miss us? You know they did. Join us every Wednesday on your way to Sephora to hear our witty, ridiculous and irreverent musings on life, the universe, existence and of course what we currently ride for. You're going to absolutely live slash die for this podcast. You might even, dare we say, ride for it. And I think it's so important because we're, we are sort of raising the bar and saying, you know, I know it's unnatural to look the way we look. And although I haven't done anything, you know, surgical to myself, there's the way I look and the skin and keeping it up. It's bloody hard work. You guys always laugh at me that I'm always in some doctor's office. Well, it's true. I spent more t- time in doctor's office this week than I did with friends. And that's terrible. And I'm hoping that I will have less to do after this. I want to be more low maintenance going into my, you know, late 40s, early 50s. I really do. Because it's exhausting. Because the amount of makeup it takes to make me look this good, and meaning I have to book it, I have to find someone. And it's, you know, Sergio thinks I look like this in the morning. It's not true. It's not true. My face is down. You need these, you know, you need those patches to sort of lift your face. You need someone to massage it upwards. You need, you know, great makeup. I don't want to have to do that. I don't want to. It's it's so, it's, I want to get out of the shower, wrap my hair in a bun, now I'm like I, I hope after this trip I don't want anyone to touch me for quite a while there will be no more makeup there will be no more hair for a good at least two months in uh, Dubai mark my words I think the only time I'm booking it is for New Year right now because I don't have anything planned for Christmas it's just my ex-husband and the kids so I really watch for a more low maintenance Caroline because I am done with glam right now I cannot do it. And that's quite a good place to be because I think I was kind of for a while a slave to it. That's kind of scary when you're a slave to uh, getting up early and getting ready to to go somewhere and knowing that you can't go somewhere because you don't look the same without the help. So, you know, I'm going to really, really try and teach myself how to do it and how to be, you know, to wrap my hair into like less sort of hard hairstyles and to be less chained to the way I look. And I think my facelift might do that. So, you know, I'm here relaxing in New York and my final day. I haven't really had time to do anything here either. We were five hours in interview. I had lunch with Tarleen, who's the new housewife. She's just been announced. And I actually think she's going to be amazing. She's very loud, very funny. And I actually think, as I said, I think she's going to keep us all on our toes. I love the quick wit, the comebacks. Andy Cohen loves her. So let's see. Watch this space. I think she could well be this year's breakout star. I'm uh, certainly not uh, moving my seat for you, Tarlene, but I will move over a little bit. But, you know, so we've done that together. It's nice to be back in New York, but it did make me think walking around. I don't know about any of you that I mean, first of all, it's freezing, absolutely freezing. I brought two tops with me. Thank God I've got these winter coats with me. But I don't think I could live in a city again like this. The great thing about Dubai is like, I, although I know Dubai is a city and an emerging huge one, 
we are in the sunshine all the time. And I have, even though I'm in a townhouse, I have a pool and, you know, terraces that I can lie out on. I can't do the fast pace anymore. I don't want it. I'm watching sort of all the events every night. I've got friends here. One of my friends is a huge PR guy with like Kim Kardashian's team. And then my other girlfriend who's on, all my friends on, how you know, Housewives are at events every night. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't even miss it anymore. And, you know, that's kind of comfortable. Having lived in New York before, it just feels a little bit different. It just feels too busy. I'm actually really, really missing my Dubai life and my home and my kids and and just sunshine. Sunshine. There's, there's something to be said about waking up in sun every single day of your life. Well, we all know it's vitamin D, isn't it? But, you know, it does. It makes you feel better. It makes you feel better. It makes you look better. It gives you energy, you know, and I'm sort of missing that right now. But I, I do love about New York, I suppose, the stores walking around the stores and obsessed by pharmacies, obsessed. I have to go. I haven't had time today either. I haven't had time to do anything. I slept again till one and that's been lovely just to have a minute off. I really feel like some people out there don't understand what I do for a living, but actually anyone in the entertainment industry, be it, you know, movies or, you know, reality or could be, you know, just normal TV, writing books or anything that requires a tour, it's relentless. It's relentless because, you know, you you barely get to a town. So they book you out all the time. You kind of have like my schedule was crazy. You kind of have like half an hour intervals. You have in for BravoCon, we had n- nannies that were with us. I had my own private security with us. So we would arrive at BravoCon. We'd be picked up by two Bravo hosts, as it were, or nannies or chaperones with our schedules. You know, from that moment on, we would be ushered everywhere with timestamps of about 15, 20 minutes to do each thing and to meet. I think the longest time was like on the booths when I got to meet all the fans and when I'm doing the fan photos. The fan photos were amazing just to see queues and queues and queues of people. Those are paid photos for the network, but those tickets sold out in like two minutes. Two minutes. That's how crazy BravoCon was. It's kind of like a Comic-Con, BravoCon, you know, like it's like it's, another level of a fan, which is so, so lovely to see because these people have flown in. They've supported you for years and years of your life. They, they know everything about you. So I try and give as much time as I can to fans and take as many pictures as I can because I, it's horrible to see someone wait and be disappointed. But there's no time to sit down. I mean, you do have the the, the guys bring you sort of slippers so that, you know, between takes, you can sort of take off your shoes and put on your slippers and walk around. But, you know, you don't really want to be shot without your, you know, shoes on. And that's what I'm saying. You're sort of ushered from pillar to post. So, again, that's in a way how they get the most out of you, but how also we don't all run into each other. If you'll see from my stories, like I, I didn't see a lot of my friends for most of the show because we were in completely different areas of of BravoCon. And there's so much drama that ensues at a place like this because there are so many franchises and the stories are so ongoing within the franchises. So the drama is real. In case you thought the drama isn't real, it's real. These ladies are fierce, by the way. And they're fierce and they are shady and they're strong. 
So it's really hard to, you have to keep your composure and you have to be strong as fuck and you have to not, not be shy. You can't get on stage with, you know, thousands of people in the, in the audience and, and buckle because, you know, it's funny, like doing all these, like watch what happens live. And I did two of them now on this trip, you know, nothing prepares you for that because when they're following you around with cameras and it's just you and a camera crew, you get used to that. But going on a live audience is something totally different. And they really put you on the spot because, you know, the whole thing is to throw shade and you have to be really quick. You have to be really bloody quick and you have to be sure of your answers because they are going everywhere. So that's fun, but it's also nerve wracking you know, it's something you, it doesn't come naturally. You have to learn. But each BravoCon, I think this one is bigger and better. And the next one is going to be in Vegas too. So join us next year. But, you know, each one, we kind of get more used to it because we're not natural celebrities. You know, it's like, as I said, our lives aren't like movie stars. We're at home most of the time with people that know us all of the time. So we don't get you know, really special treatment all year round. So to come and have everyone screaming your name and like wanting to see you and have a piece of you is like, it's just as exciting for us as it is for you guys. And it's something that, you know, we have to get used to too, because it's not something that is normal. I don't walk down, you know, to, to the mall of the Emirates or Dubai mall and crowds start screaming my name. They don't, you know, I just like the odd one or two people comes up and just, say we like we you know we love what you do but that's about it you know it's it's very very tame compared to america where all of you guys welcome us with such sort of fanfare and love and it's just amazing so i wanted to say that really for everybody in new york and listening and to all my fans out there that it's just been a whirl i'm still on such a high and that's a great way to leave new york i'm flying out tomorrow as i said and I will be on the red eye and then I land and I'm going into this surgery. So I hope all of you are going to follow my journey and I hope all of you download this and I will take you step by step how I'm feeling. I have no idea, you know, like in my head, this isn't a big deal, but then other people say this is a really big deal and it's just as much work to do a little bit of work than as it is to do a whole facelift. So I have absolutely no no idea of who to believe or what's going to happen to me, which is how I've ever done any surgery in my life. And in my mind, I've done my boobs. Now that was painful. I do understand this is face. I do understand this is going to be very scary. I do understand, you know, that this is a completely different ball game. So, you know, I do know that the eyelids aren't a big deal because everyone seems to have done their eyelids and said that it's like, you know, this can be two, three days. It's the rest of it. So stay tuned. Thank you for following me at BravoCon. I wish I could give you some gossip, actually. I wonder if there was any gossip that I had. Nothing. I really spent my time with Larsa. And if anyone's listening out there, that girl is a ride or die. Anyone said anything bad to Larsa? She was fierce fierce i was i'm scared of Larsa. i wouldn't get, want to get on the wrong side of her and she's like if you if you're not friends with caroline stanbury you're not friends with me so Larsa, i love you lisa i fell in love with i spent loads of time with heather you're amazing and heather's going to be coming on this podcast i'm going to be going on hers lisa's coming on erica jane by the way had the best time we have share the same agent we had a dinner together she's finally agreed to come on my podcast too so that's exciting i'm going to bring her on actually because Erica's had a really raw deal, hard deal, I think, in, in everything that's gone on, you know, just picking up 
the pieces of what was done. And there are a lot of women out there, although we all say it, that, you know, don't specifically know what their husbands do or don't get involved in their husband's work. And that is a very real thing, by the way. You know, I think lots of us have have done, have, have sort of been married. I was my, married 18 years. I still don't know what my ex-husband does particularly, nor am I involved in any of the stuff he gets up to. So I think that that is quite a real thing, although it's kind of mind-blowing sometimes to people. You know, I think straight from her mouth, you know, it's it's a terrible thing and it's a sad thing to have to go through something like that for something you you didn't do personally. And that's not, you know, underplaying anybody else's pain in anything, but it's just, you know, I think you might be surprised that what a warm person she is. And then, you know, who else did I really enjoy meeting? Teddy and uh, Tamara I've known for a while and love and they're just so easy anyway. I just so many people, if I'm missing anybody off, my husband was super excited to meet Bryn from New York Housewives as well, as well as Aaron. Those are his two favorite. One looks like Jennifer Aniston and the other one is just like this cute little vixen that I think he thinks is like the best thing since life spread. And she was just hilarious, great time and just really warm. I really, really was blown away by everyone. I'm having dinner with Dorinda tonight as well, actually. Dorinda Medley, who I've known for years so it's really like a school sorority. As I said, we've had a blast. We've had an actual blast. There was no one that really, I didn't like this trip, but then I suppose maybe the ones that I didn't like, they kept away from me, maybe. Teresa, Teresa, you know, I didn't know Teresa and Louis that well before. I think Sergio had sort of spent more time with Louis last, last year. And I actually spent quite a lot of time getting to know Teresa. And what a sweetie. She invited me for dinner last night at her house in um, Jersey. But because I was doing interviews, I couldn't get down there. It's an hour from me and it was too late. But, you know, really, really enjoyed meeting her. And what a lovely, warm person. They spent a lot of time. We did all our sort of after hours with each other because the boys would hang out together while we would do stuff that the boys weren't invited to. So, you know, because it's Bravo and it's more of a girl's show, the women would go stuff and the boys would go and do boys nights, which is hilarious because Sergio was, Sergio ended up organizing the boys nights for all the boys with like everybody. And these are, he doesn't even do boys nights in Dubai. Like, so how he ended up being the ringleader, I will never, ever know, but it's too sweet and too funny. Anyway. I'm going to sign off now because I've got to go for dinner, but I love you all. Um, please download because it makes a big difference to the show. Download, subscribe, rate, review, and please tune in for next week, which will be from my bed and cheer me up. Send me messages, DM me. And thank you for listening all the way from New York to Uncut and Uncensored. And I've loved being here. Thank you for listening. You can catch my new episode of my podcast every Wednesday. Please don't forget to follow so you don't miss any of the action. I want to hear from you, so leave me a rating and a review. Follow us on social for all the behind-scenes action and more information at Uncut and Uncensored by Caroline. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.